Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Creative Control with Bish Khanna. Hey, how's it going, everybody? How you doing? Here's how I'm doing. Yesterday I got home, uh, and my son was already there, and he said to me through the window, No, Papa, you stay outside. Then, when I did finally come inside, he demanded to hear the Kraftwerk album Autobahn, based, I think, pretty much on the album artwork, although he seems to like the music. And then, when I was trying to do some stretches on the floor... He did a drum roll on my head with actual drumsticks. So that's how I'm doing. Pretty good, actually. That that all sounds pretty good. Coming up on this week's show, Diamond Rings. A conversation with Diamond Rings, a.k.a. John O'Regan. Uh, you'll hear that a little bit later. But first up, a conversation with the great Maestro Fresh Wes. Maestro's got a new record out called Orchestrated Noise. It marks the 25th anniversary uh, since he released his first breakthrough single, Let Your Backbone Slide. And uh, yeah, you'll hear that conversation on today's show. So let's get to it. Hey, this week's episode is brought to you by Pizza Trocadero. For my money, the best pizza you can eat in Guelph, Ontario. A proud, independent family business run by a punk rocker, Trocadero only uses a rich array of fresh ingredients cut by hand and homemade dough made daily all baked to perfection inside of a stone oven. It's gourmet panzerotti, calzones, wings, salads, garlic bread, breadsticks, and oh man, the pizza, the pizza. Personally, I like the gourmet domateo with goat cheese, artichoke, roasted red pepper, mushrooms. I sub out the turkey breast for eggplant, but that's just me. Wash the whole thing down with a brio. Man, I am getting hungry just talking about this. Call Pizza Trocadero at 519-829-2444. Visit them at 7 Municipal Street in Guelph and online at trocaderoguelph.ca. T-R-O-K-A-D-E-R-O-G-U-E-L-P-H dot C-A. That's Pizza Trocadero, a place of the good trade. This is a throwdown, a showdown. Hell no, I can't slow down. It's gonna go... First offense. All of the mix. Ah, 
Just about 25 years ago, Maestro Fresh West released his Symphony in Effect LP and a single called Let Your Backbone Slide, kickstarting Canada's first major contribution to hip-hop and drawing international attention to what was happening in rap music in Toronto and throughout this country. Since then, Wes Williams has released six albums, earned acting nominations for his roles in films and television shows, and worked as a motivational speaker, writing an acclaimed book called Stick to Your Vision, which was nominated for the Ontario Library Association's White Pine Literature Award. Maestro's new album is Orchestrated Noise, a star-studded affair featuring everyone from Chuck D and Cool G Rap to opera star Misha Bruger gosman and Sam Roberts. Williams has described this as a conceptual extension of Symphony in Effect, and it brings him back into the limelight in the year 2013. Here now to discuss it further is the man himself, Maestro Fresh West. How you doing, Wes? Yes, yes, I'm well, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. You're doing well. How are you feeling about making music 25 years since you first started? Well, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's 25 years since I've been known uh, professionally as the Maestro Fresh West. Uh, my Symphony Effect album, is it's, it's only in its 24th year. Like, next year will be the the 25th for that album itself. But for me coming out, um, you know, a quarter of a century ago with this moniker is a beautiful thing, bro. I, I feel appreciated and, you know, it's a blessing to still be here and for people to still check for me after all that time. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you say that orchestrated noise is an extension of Symphony in Effect, mm-hmm. and I appreciate your clarification about the album versus the single, but when you say yeah. that the, the, the new record is an extension of what you were doing 25, 24, 25 years ago, what does that really mean? I mean, you know, I'm tapping into the, what a maestro would do, you know, and I, I figured he, what a maestro would actually do was, would be he'd orchestrate noise, you know, bring different sounds together, different things together, infuse different things and, and, and make organized confusion out of it, you know. And that's what I try to do, bring, you know, I got opera on the album, you know, with Misha Bruegel Gossman, then I got Coogee Rap on the album, Chuck D, and then I got like electro rock with, with lights, Indie rock with Sam Roberts and the Trues, and you know, just doing different things. And then Cardinal, he got his own style too. Uh, King Rain and Socrates as well, you know, and it's just bringing different sounds and different styles together where, you know, the signature sound would be, you know, classical violins fusing with, with rock guitars. That, that's kind of like the signature sound of the album. So Orchestrated Noise is not just an album title, but it's also like a, a sound as well, you know. When I, when I yeah no I when I think of your career I feel like you've always had that kind of community minded uh, multifaceted approach to your work uh, maybe long before it became kind of cool you know that kind of hybrid or fusion musical styles what what do you suppose motivates you to have such open ears and an open mind when working with uh, people from different backgrounds? Well, at first it was just like you know back in like '91 it was just like um, you know my first album blew up and did pretty well. But there still wasn't an industry. So my whole thing was, let me bring as much people along with me as possible. You know, I had the U.S. deal, but my vibe was like, okay, let me try to bring up K-Force because he's like one of the top MCs in the city. Um, Let me try to bring up, you know, um, Carlos Morgan at the time. He's one of the top R&B, male R&B artists, you know. Only reason Deborah Cox wasn't on the conducting thing is because she was out of town at the time we were we were recording that. But she would have been on that album too as well. Mm-hmm. With Simone Denny, who was later on went on to be in Love Inc. and and what have you. So my whole thing was just bringing the community with me because it wasn't like, you know, I could do it by myself. It takes more than one artist. 
But what about the, so, I mean, I can understand the support that you required as an artist, but what about your motivation for supporting others? Well, I remember, I remember being 15 years old and then Ron Nelson had me on CKLN and I just remember him saying that I was good. And, and I just remember that, that little, that little, um, reassurance goes a long way. Hmm. And I never forget that. So it's just, I always try to reassure people that, you know, cause you never know who these young up and coming men and up and coming young women and young men are, are going to grow up to be, you know? So you just give them a little, a little encouragement goes a long way. Right. And it's so funny at my 25th anniversary party, Ron Nelson was there, man. And I just remember, you know, just flashbacks to meeting him in like an 82, you know, and just the, just the, the little incentive he gave me and it encouraged me like stuff like that. You'll never forget, you know? So, so that's kind of where my head is at in terms of, um, you know, supporting artists and, and encouraging them. And in return, they encourage me too, man. Yeah, no, for sure. You're act- you're from Toronto, which some people would describe as having a very cynical, screw-face attitude about hip-hop, yet you're one of the most positive artists I've ever encountered. I mean, even the things you've just said to me kind of, you know, supports that. What keeps you so optimistic after having been in, in this game for so long? I mean, spirituality helps. You know, the fact that, you know, that, uh, you know, my music, I love doing this, man. This is like, how cool is that, making music, you know? Hip-hop or that, are you kidding me? It's like, <laughs> why wouldn't I be, be um, you know, an artist want to check for me, you know? A lot of times people have an air of entitlement, and that's where, where that screw face comes from. Like, they think they deserve more than they, they do, you know, yeah. more than they're getting it. And, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I work real hard, and, and um, you know, Throughout the year, the people check for me, and they want to work with me. So, bless that. It's a blessing. You kind of view this all as a blessing. Come on, man. Of course I do, man. You still want to interview me after 25 years? Come on, bro. <laughs> well, there is. I, I encountered something recently in my own life where I was working for a company, and they were trying to build a hip-hop audience for the company. And they discovered that the audience for hip-hop in this country, in Canada, was kind of harder to figure out harder to kind of grab their attention what do you make of that how do you keep how do you think uh, people should approach keeping hip-hop fans in canada engaged with the music in their community well to me it's like this community itself it was like you got critics man you know what i mean and it's like people want you to strive for the best and that's where that energy comes from so you know I just do that by leading by example that's what i try to do you know we could all stand on a podium and be like yo well this is what I plan on doing or this is what I will do or this is what you should do. What I try to do is not even be like uber quiet about it, but just make sure the actions lead. So for me, making the transition from like music to film and TV, I didn't make a big stand saying I, I'm going to become an actor. I just did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just did it. Then I made the transition to being an author and then what have you like that. But you know, when young up and coming artists come to me to ask me questions, um, I tell them what I learned and, and you know, we can just pass it on. I mean, you're you're in the same sort of business on some level of trying to keep people engaged with what you're doing. I mean, you're known primarily, I suppose, for for some people, like uh, for the casual observer, you're known for writing a song that came out 25 years ago, uh, Let Your Backbone yeah. Slide. Uh, how much of that song is both like, so it's sort of become a calling card, but how much of how much of it is a burden for you in some ways? Not 1% is a burden because I, I look at it from a fan's perspective it's like they fans love that shit. 
So let them give them, give the fans what they want. That's all. No, but I, I guess I mean creatively, like for you to go in to make an. Oh no 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 no! I, I hear what you're saying now. I'm sorry. I mean like. I realized going into my second album, let let it be. You're not going to do another. You know that's why I came up with conducting things, like something totally different from Backbone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I, I was never trying to reinvent, like do that again, and just latch on to that style or that sound. It's like, nah, that's dope. There's other stuff you can do too, and and be good at it. So. Yeah, okay. All right. So it's just kind of keeping your eye on the road ahead, and not looking yeah. back. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Not fun doing making music, man. You know. Yeah. You mentioned that you're an author. I mentioned that you're an author earlier as well. Uh, and I, I've been asking people a little bit about books uh, when I speak to them because I'm just curious. I like to create a little book list for myself. Are there books that you've read recently or maybe some all-time books that you want to recommend uh, that uh, for people that uh, uh, need some summer my boy, reading? Dio, my boy D.O. Gibson, Dwayne Gibson, um, he has a book called Stay Driven, which is an awesome, it's an awesome book, man. And he, he's also the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's longest freestyle rap artist. Eight hours and 47 minutes and something like 37 seconds. He's crazy. Wow. But he also does motivational speeches. He also does, um, you know, he's like a mentor to me in a lot of ways, man. So, you know, I'm picking up his book to check, you know. Gian uh, Gomeshi had his book, too. Uh, those are cool, cool books. You know, my man Ian Tyson, he wrote a book, too, that I wrote the forward to called, you know, so... Cool stuff out there. You okay, know? yeah, no, I didn't know. I, uh, Dwayne, I've met Dwayne on a, a couple of occasions, and he seemed like I, I actually watched him perform, and I was pretty blown away. So that's yeah, I, he's a serious guy. Yeah, for sure. Do you bring books with you on the road when you travel? Yeah, man. <laughs> people, people, people buy books. You know, they buy some CDs, whatever. You know, merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you? No, no, no. I mean, sorry. When you're when you're traveling, like if you're going to do some tour dates as Maestro coming up in the next little while, yeah. will you bring a book yeah, with I'm, you? I, I, I'm going to bring some books. Oh, you mean books to sell or a book to read? No, 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 no. I'm talking. I assume you're going to bring some books to sell. I mean, I'm not asking you for a merchandise count right now. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing inventory for your merch. Oh just... no! Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. I'm sorry, sir. No, um, I probably will, man. My my head is, to be quite honest, right now my head is just wrapped around. You know, doing some some interviews and just doing some promotion for this record right now. I might even thinking about when I cross that path, I'll, I'll cross that path and pick up a good book to read. You know? Yeah, no, I um, just I'm I'm curious if there's ever some people have books that whenever they're traveling and touring, they just bring a certain book with them because it's kind of comforting. You know, like they'll just reread it. I just wondered if you had a nah, book like man. that. Nah, man, I ain't got nothing like that. <laughs> man. I'll, I'll read different books, different things. You know what happened? What I read back then, like last tour, it was last tour. This isn't this tour. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, sure. Know. Okay, cool. I like yeah. that. I like that you're always looking ahead. You you seem like a guy that's always looking ahead. You have to, man. It's like, <laughs> I want to grow, man. I don't want to be like, yo, back in the days, I was this this guy, that guy. Come on, man. This is like what's on and popping now, you know? So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, speaking of, of the future, what's coming up next for you? Because I, I, when I did a little bit of research, I only discovered one live date for you coming up later in Whistler, BC. Uh, I think. Yeah, we got we got we got something in August. I got some stuff that August is in um, Hamilton. Then September, I'll be doing some Toronto dates. I can't divulge all that information yet, but you know, I'll be definitely doing some stuff and throughout the fall and winter. It's gonna be lovely. It's gonna be lovely. Okay. All right. So people people can follow you on Twitter. I guess is probably the best way to figure yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They can get at me. For and, sure. and in terms of, are you already kind of plotting? I know it's been a while for you to, to uh, sorry, it took a while to get orchestrated noise all together. You got a lot of different people involved. Uh, you're, yeah. you're writing verses as well. 
Have you already contemplated your next move as a recording artist? Yeah, yeah. I'll put out some more music. That's not a problem. You know, it probably won't be in the same format as, as this album, but, you know, we put out some more music. That's something I do. No, no, no. I, I assume that. I just wondered if you'd already kind of, is there, are there songs? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, okay. definitely. I got ideas and stuff, like the wheels are turning. I mean, there's songs in this album here that were turning my head for the last 15 years, like Pyramids in the Sand. That that was an idea I had for years, like, from like, 96. Oh, okay. 97. Yeah, so it, it finally came into fruition, you know, so the song's out there, you know. Well, it, it's it's really inspiring to see you so motivated and, and working so hard and making great music still, Maestro. And on top of them, having fun, too, you know, so it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I want to let people know, again, the new Maestro Fresh West LP, Orchestrated Noise, is available now. And to keep up with him and his tour dates, follow Wes on Twitter at Maestro Fresh West. Uh, oh, Wes, if we wanted to go to a song right now from Orchestrated yeah. Noise, what, what would you recommend? You know, it's so funny, man. This whole interview, you're just talking about how, you know, how I've been doing this for such a long time and, and what have you. There's a track on my album, I believe it's track 13, it's called Longevity, which features one of my favorite uh, local MCs, my man, Adam Baum. So I think I think that would be a symbolic for this, uh, for your show, you know what I mean, and this, for this interview. All right. So let's rock out some Longevity.
Kills. Mr. 59 shots at tequila You're damn right I'm awfully familiar Now watch, will ya? This a lesson you was destined to learn First fool to step up is the next in the urn With the glitz and the glam, I was never concerned I just spit for the fam and got bread in return Put the fifth on the stand, now I'm headed to firm Never misjudge a man, that'll get you adjourned I burn pages, stages, speaking engagements Even as a minor, I had beef with the majors Timeless rhymes that still reach to the ages Turn your top five MCs into strangers Dangerous, only share beats with the greatest From rap pioneers to the recent invaders with street fame We came to reclaim the jot Your kids won't get up, your kids get got Down by the dungeon with the cracks on the wall Yes, where the beats and the rhymes flow Is an acclaimed musician from Ontario, Canada. Paul? That's my name. There you go. This is a new album. It's entitled Free Dimensional. Please welcome Diamond Rings. All right. So, as I was saying earlier, we're about to hear an interview with Diamond Rings. As some of you know, there is a version of Creative Control that airs on CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Time. And you can listen to it at CFRU.ca. You can stream it live. Uh, or, and, and oh, sorry, there's also an archive if you want to download old episodes and uh, or stream them, whatever. You can listen to old episodes there. And the interview that you're about to hear with Diamond Rings was actually conducted for CFRU. So that's why there will be some allusions to CFRU. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of important for the context of the conversation with uh, Diamond Rings because he has some CFRU roots. So that's why you're hearing it. So here it is. Here is my conversation with Diamond Rings. Uh, joining me now on the telephone is a man who goes by the name of Diamond Rings. Uh, he put out a record uh, last year. His second full-length album is Diamond Rings. It's called Free Dimensional. And uh, you might uh, know uh, him also for his work, both uh, in a band called Matters, formerly the Durbervilles, and as a volunteer here at CFRU, as a matter of fact. He's got roots in Guelph, obviously, and he is uh, returning to the city for the Hillside Festival in late July. And uh, here to discuss uh, some of the things I just said is Diamond Rings. He hello, Diamond Rings. <laughs> hey, Beach, how are you? I'm well. Am I allowed to call you by your real name, Diamond Rings? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can call me John. Yeah, that's totally acceptable. I never identified you in my introduction, but <laughs> yes. John John, John O'Regan. John, it's nice to have you back on the airwaves here at CFRU. Nice to be here. It feels like home. Yeah, it, probably, it, it should feel like home. You actually had a sh you, How many shows did you have here? Did you just have the one? I had one long-running show and, and several experimental late-night fill-in sessions, hmm. um, which uh, which were pretty great. Um, and uh, also, actually, uh, now that I think about it, did the Hillside radio show. I forget what year. Um, 
but I did I did one one summer of that interviewing the bands and and maybe doing something like what you're doing now. Oh, okay, cool. So you you is that the thing where you spend like the whole day of hills like the day Hillside starts? You're just on the the radio the whole time. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the radio the whole time, but then it's over and then you get to go and then... Saturday and Sunday, you just hang out. Nice, nice. Um, so, so it was, it was kind of good. It was kind of good. I've also been to Hillside uh, as a, I think, like a dishwasher. It's, it's better than that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, you, you, you have had uh, a remarkable uh, rise from Hillside dishwasher to, you know, world-renowned uh, performer. Uh, how, how, how are things going for you in general these days? <laughs> Uh, things are going really well. Uh, I've had uh, just just finished a, a tour a few weeks ago, and um, actually have uh, two months or so to kind of relax and just work on new music, which is really exciting. Hmm. And um, we'll also be uh, acquiring a new band member for Hillside, which I haven't told anyone about yet. You're the first to know. Oh well, um, this, but I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be uh, nicking Jordy Gordon from the Magic for for all my shows in the summer. Wow. Um, who is who is going to replace Graham Van Pelt, also known as Miracle Fortress, on the lead guitar? Oh wow! So you've got a so, uh, you've got a Guelph connection for sure. Like it, it makes yeah sense. yeah. We have a, a serious hillside hillside lineup now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, is Jordy working? Yeah, is Jordy working with you on your the the songs you're working on already, or is he is he just going to be a touring member? Uh, that stuff not so much, but I mean, I, I don't know. He, he very well, he very well might, um, depending on, you know, uh, what, what, what I need with what I'm doing. He's a great musician. So, um, right now we're just, uh, working on, you know, figuring out the arrangements and learning the parts, but, uh, he's, he's such a pro. We'll probably spend most of the time just, uh, you know, talking about what we're going to wear and uh, learning dance moves and things, you know? Yeah, that's, um. that's what Jordy, that's, I think that's what Jordy spends most of his days doing, right? actually. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not like, uh, I'm not worried about his ability to play the songs, um, but I am really looking forward to, to having him in the band. I mean, um, I, I lived in Guelph for five years and um, he was a, a fixture in the community the whole time I was there. And um, the two of us have actually never been in the same band ever. Wow. Which, um, which I think kind of says a lot because he's been in a lot of bands and I've been in a lot of bands. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. We're excited to to see how it goes. Now this this new stuff that you've been working on in the time you've had off from touring, can you shed any light on that at this point? It's I imagine it's very preliminary, but 
you know, you've made two records now as Diamond Rings, and I and uh, I know know they're very uh, dynamically different in some ways. But uh, are you are you con- are you contemplating some new directions already in in the new songs you've been working on? I think, yeah, I, yeah, and I think that um, like like as with the last one compared to the first, um, I'm always into just sort of. I think pushing whatever direction I'm going in uh, a little further in every direction, so to speak. So my last record was a little more polished, a little more produced than the first effort. And um, this one, I think, uh, is going to be more informed by a lot of the music I've been listening to as a DJ over the last year. I started DJing quite a bit. Hmm. Um, not, Not, you know... Uh, to the extent that it's becoming like my full-time thing or anything, but uh, I've been listening to a lot more kind of groove and dance-based music uh, than than I have been even in the past. So I'm hoping to try and uh, write some longer songs, you know, um, just just with really solid beats and bass lines and um, just try to make music that... Uh, that really kind of maybe gets people moving. So that's 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 the challenge for now, and it's the summer, so it's a good time to to get going on it. And, and so I guess the transition, because some people would would hear what you're saying and be like, "Well, I thought Diamond Rings was already kind of in that realm." But are you suggesting that you're moving kind of away from more of the pop songs you've been writing? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I I don't know. I've never really set out with like the intention to make a- any specific kind or sound or genre of music and i think the last album really i think was almost an attempt to try something different every single track um but yeah i I, i've always kind of felt uh that i sort of like tap out around three minutes and 30 seconds or something um so (laughs) you know i want to like keep going but i just sort of can't that always sounds better short i think short songs are great but um I'm trying to maybe uh, be a little more patient, um, you know, as a writer and a producer, and and uh, you know, make things make things make things just go on a little longer. You know, if it's yeah. really good, sometimes you just kind of want to he- hear it keep going. Um, that's also been partly, I think, influenced by just playing shows the past year with the band and um, getting more comfortable, kind of back in that dynamic. Right. rather than, say, writing um, and, and not really imagining how it's going to be performed or played or experienced, really. Um, I'm not writing with a band, but I may be writing with a better understanding of what kind of parts would be the best for a group to play. Right. If that makes sense. It does, it does. And now you are gearing up for a bunch of summer uh, tour dates, so the summertime, as you as you mentioned, this kind of music you're making might be you know, conducive to people having a good time in the summer, is, does it does it stand to reason that you might, or is any of the stuff you're working on now is it potentially going to be ready for some of these shows? Uh, we might we might drop some some new stuff, but um, a lot a lot of what I've been working on actually are covers. Oh, um, uh, because uh, well, like they're really fun to 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 work on to both play and and also to kind of record. What I've been kind of obsessed with lately is. Um, finding sort of uh lesser known um perhaps rock type songs um and and sort of translating or transitioning them into a kind of more like house format oh, okay um, house music yeah so just uh, kind of kind of flipping them around a little bit but but sort of not really maybe changing things too drastically i, I think um there's a lot of music out there that i think fits um the dance 
sort of formula really, really well. Um, but just because of the way it's mixed or the kind of instruments that are used, it, it sort of falls more into like a, I guess, like a rock music category. Sure, sure. Um, and, and that's sort of where my, that's where my, my beginnings are kind of, you know, in, in the realm of rock and um, trying to find a way to kind of bridge the two. Um, for me, at least, uh, is, is sort of easier to do when I'm messing around with someone else's song. I can like just know that the song itself is already good mm-hmm. and, and just focus on trying to make it, seem uh, or, or feel a bit unique and a bit different whereas you know when you're trying to write your own stuff um, not only are you having to pay attention to the song and make sure that, that what you're actually saying and composing is, is is good but also kind of making sure that production wise it's doing the things that you want to and sometimes that's a, that's like a little daunting you know right so um, right. That, that's where I, I feel like working on a remix working on a cover working on stuff like that allows me maybe to really try out some weird ideas without having to worry so much about the big picture because I know already say that I'm, you know, working on a Neil Young song and it's already awesome. Okay, so um, you mentioned Neil Young. <laughs> I don't know how much you want to reveal. You mentioned Neil Young. Uh, are, 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 is he one of the artists you're covering? Are there are there more? I've I've been I've been really into uh, albums of Neil Young's '80s catalog. Oh no! Oh no! Almost you're, all you're, you're gonna exclusively. See, oh no! Critically, kind of. Oh you know, no! Uh, I, you're gonna say, you're gonna talk about trans, aren't you? You're gonna talk about trans, right? I'm now. not even gonna talk. Uh, not even gonna talk about trans. I would rather talk about Landing on Water, which oh, okay. I think is like even less respected than trans. <laughs> um, I, I'm really kind of obsessed with that album lately. I was. We finished our last tour in the fall in. Uh, uh, Montreal, I think. And on the way back, we stopped in Kingston. I hung out with, with Paul from PSLW. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had that album on vinyl and had never heard of it. I heard trans, of course, because it's pretty classic. Yeah. Um, but we were listening to Landing on Water, and uh, aside from the drums being mixed, really, really, really high in that record, like way too loud. Um, there's some really good songs. There's yeah. some really good songs in that record. So I've been messing around with some of those. Um, and, uh, you know, some, some other groups that, that maybe I, I don't want to name so much, but, okay. uh, just trying to have fun with, have fun with that. And, um, kind of, I think maybe hopefully use some of the ideas, some of the things that I'm learning and, and be able to sort of apply that to, um, what I want to do personally. Okay, cool. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Now, now you are playing a bunch of festivals and, uh, you've played a bunch already in your career in your various incarnations. You've played a Hillside Festival I guess with Diamond mm-hmm. Rings, this will be almost the third iteration because you play it as Hab- yeah. <laughs> Habitat, the Durbervilles, and now Diamond Rings, which is pretty exciting. Um, you know, yeah. there's always there's obviously uh, distinctions and commonalities between festivals, both in Canada and beyond. Can you maybe discuss some key things you've noticed about festivals, you know, good or bad, uh, as a performer and a fan? Are there things that you kind of prepare yourself for when you know you're going to uh, be at a festival? Uh, yeah, uh, ex- extreme weather conditions, whether whether it be heat or rain or, um, you know, hopefully not hail or snow, although that has happened. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of being prepared for a, a real sort of outdoor experience. Um, it is true, I guess, as, as a performer, say, rather than as like a, a festival goer, um, you know, sometimes you're sort of provided with a trailer type shelter space or something you know so if things get really gnarly you can always go chill out but um i like to be prepared um 
for the weather. How, how do you the prepare? Most... How, do, how, do, how does Diamond Rings prepare for the weather? Well, you know, I've I got to pack a range of, of clothes. Okay, um, yeah. Sunglasses, water. Water's important. Mm-hmm. Water is extremely important. <laughs> um, you know, things like that. I bring a compass. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. But um, I, I honestly think the most important thing, though, like aside from that, at least for a musician, um, that, that I always forget about, and I'm going to promise myself I'm not going to forget about this summer, is uh, performing during the daytime on a festival stage that isn't a tent, um, you often get, depending on where the sun is, like this crazy, you get the sun shining right in your face, basically, when you're, when you're playing. Right. And um, <clears throat> the problem with that um, is that my, my group uh, uses a, a wide array of electronic equipment when we're on stage, whether that's like a computer, guitar tuners, guitar pedals, keyboards, all these things that have settings with digital displays mm-hmm. that don't really work when um, the sun is shining directly on them. Mm. So um, I have to always make before I go on these little sort of like cardboard tents over all my pedals. And um, we kind of put Carl, my keyboard computer guru almost like he he should almost actually have his own like cardboard yurt or something you know he should just be probably in in a black fabric enclosure or something um we did we did one show in in texas like uh last year right after the album had come out i guess not in the summer but in texas it's always the summer so we were playing outside in the daytime and um you could barely see any of his stuff. I don't even know how we did the show, but we have like, you know, all our, all our MIDI triggers and sends and all of the kind of stuff that, that he does that no one notices, but that if he didn't do would, you know, completely ruin the show. Um, all that stuff kind of, we have to sort of find a way to, to make it work on stage. Um, so if you're a band, you need, you need cardboard and you need gaffer tape and you need like a, a good box cutter or a pair of scissors. And, uh, and you got to like get creative and get your stuff set up. Cause otherwise, otherwise it's like so nerve wracking, you know, it's, it's, it's hard enough to, to be playing in front of like a lot of people because typically your crowd at a festival is much bigger than, than what you play, you know, at a normal gig. Yeah. That's like the e-bar or something. So you're already dealing with this kind of unfamiliar environment. And then you throw in like not being able to check if your guitar is in tune. It's just an extra stress that you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so basically, bring, bring your cardboard. This is all experience yeah. you've got. You've you know you've accumulated all this experience just from playing festivals. So obviously, <laughs> this comes in handy when you you know when when you get asked to do a whole bunch. Like you usually, like you're doing a bunch this summer, right? Yeah, we're doing a bunch, and then we're doing like a two week tour of OMD, which is um, hopefully, uh, thankfully, going to be indoors. That's um, uh, that's kind we, of that, yeah. I didn't even know OMD was still a thing. And, and when I heard the news that you're opening for him, I thought you, because you've already kind of, you're some kind of time-traveling guy, I think, in some way. I already have you pictured as this guy who moves through time. And then when you, I thought maybe you brought OMD back from the past just so you could open for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I might have. I might have. They've, they've, uh, they've put out a new record this year, which, uh, which I really quite like. Uh-huh. And uh, Everyone in the group obviously was really excited when we got the offer. And uh, it's the first tour that I've ever done that's kind of split into two parts. We did the West Coast um, 
last month in the States and in Canada. And then they're coming back here in July to do Toronto and uh, the, the Northeastern U.S. Right. Uh, and it's been really cool. It's been really fun. They're really nice and uh, obviously have a pretty stacked back catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And a, a really awesome devoted group of fans that um, have been really, really great to us every show too because it's it's hard sometimes playing for dare i say kind of like a legendary band yeah uh not not only that that i respect but who has a a fan base that respects them as well and um we're kind of worried a that 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 the band would like us um and then b hopefully that their fans would like us too Mm -hmm. um and thankfully kind of both of those things have happened which which has been a big relief and um yeah we're just excited to to get out and have some more fun i i know that the omd are unfortunately not playing the hillside festival is there any chance you can bring some of the members with you uh when you play <laughs> just let them check out the grounds i think our tour is like just over before that oh. and i feel like they've probably been on the road for a while and they they have like kids and stuff, you know. I think I'd, that that could be that could be a tall order, but I can I can definitely try my best. <laughs> I know you will, John. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> I I, I want to let people know that for more information about Diamond Rings, they can go to diamondringsmusic.com, dot uh, com, wherein you'll see all of their upcoming tour dates for the Diamond Rings uh, band, and also uh, you can learn more about their latest record, uh, Free Dimensional, which I, I urge you all to do. Uh, John, before I let you go, oh, and again playing the Hillside Festival this summer. For more information about that, hillsidefestival.ca. Uh, John, is there so a... Di- it's, it's, you're excited, right? Aren't you excited to come back? I'm, I'm incredibly excited. It, it honestly really means a lot to be, to be asked back and um, to show that we're all going to be uh, really pumped up to play. Excellent. Uh, it's great. It's great to have alumni back. It's been a few years since you've been there. So, uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to it. Is there a Diamond Ring song we should uh, uh, play right now for the people to hear? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's go with Day and Night, the last track on the record. Day and Night. Now, why did that come to mind? Oh, because festivals uh, festivals run day and night. Is that why? Well, festivals are festivals are day and night. But we've been talking a lot about touring and about being away, and and that's sort of uh, really what that song is um, to me is about. You know, and it's it's usually the one that we end our sets with, and gives everyone in, in the band, you know, and a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling all over. And uh, hopefully it does the same for the people that are listening, too. All right. Very well put, John. Thank you very much. This is Diamond Rings. Thanks so much. Oh, no problem. With Day and Night on CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph. the ring another wake up call spend a minute staring at the wall i don't even know the state i'm in could be illinois or michigan either way it's all the same to me mini bars guitars mtv just a marker on the highway line with a number and a dollar sign hate to play because i play for keeps still i can't help count these weeks Till the day that I can hold you near So come on and work it out right here One, two, let me love you Three, four, love you more Five, six, seven, eight, nine Ten, eleven, twelve, all in nine One, two, let me love you 
trying to make the time for you But you know just what I have to do And if ever you think I've gone blind Don't forget you're always on my mind Cause I know that everyone gets scared And we're never really quite prepared For whatever we're about to face It's a mystery of time and space Still if you can keep a watchful eye Overhead upon the nighttime sky Soon enough you're gonna see my sign Shining for you when the stars align But for now just let your backbone slide Feel the rhythm of the kick inside All I wanna do is show you how So come on and sing it out right now One, two, let me love you Three, four, love you more Five, six, seven, eight, nine Ten, eleven, twelve, all in nine One, two, let me love you Three, four, love you more Five, six, seven, eight, nine Ten, eleven, twelve, all in nine No matter what I want, forget not to forget you And if my love out of color, it could be true blue Paris to London to Berlin, back to Toronto Wherever I am, you know I can feel your heart glow Because your love is so warm, it can make the snow thaw The way you walk, you should be b b b b breaking the law I got the spirit, so come on, bring on the feeling Love is a drug and it's the only one I'm dealing Thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at cfru.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.